everybody. Thank you for joining my podcast today here and now, Faith, Fitness and Living. And I want to encourage you today with what I'm going to share. I'm going to be talking a bit about my personal journey of how I started a healthy lifestyle. And I also have some tips to share with you too. And the best thing is I'm sharing it with you all today from outside while I'm on my walk. So I hope you enjoy it. hope you learn some things. And yes, stay blessed. Thanks, guys. Hey everybody, so where do we start? Where do you start when you know you want to start getting fit, you want to start feeling better about yourself, you want to maybe even look a bit, a bit better, you know? I gotta tell you, my focus started over 25 years ago. Um, it's kind of weird how the whole thing started, but I'll give you a quick little background on how I started this fitness journey that I've been on for quite some time. It started when I was 23, 24, I can't pinpoint exactly the date, but it was a life-changing event for me. And we all know about those aha moments, right? Well, this was mine. And at the time, I had actually just moved back from Mississauga. I had been living in Mississauga about five years, and I just moved back to Hamilton. And, um, you know, I had not always I've never really struggled with weight issues I was always the tiny kid the smaller kid uh, growing up I guess I had a high metabolism I don't know I was a very hyper child you could say I thought I was Bruce Lee by the time I was 10 but uh, anyway you know what I was always pretty active you know I was either riding a bike playing tag or with friends or just going out and um, you know couldn't sit still very long. Anyway, um, when I got into the teenage years, I got myself into a bit of trouble like most of us do. And, uh, you know, started the partying life, started going crazy. And, you know, it actually became borderline um, dangerous for me. Uh, by 17, 18, I was pretty much drinking six days a week. Life was pretty crazy. And uh, I wasn't living in the best situation for that to not happen. But either way, those were decisions I made. And um, yeah, so I ended up uh, not long after I had left the town I was living in. I had to get away. I had to basically escape out of that place because it really wasn't doing me any good. And I was old enough to know better that what I was doing was wrong. It's like, girl, it's time to get out of here. So I packed up and left a small little town and headed for Mississauga. And uh, when I got there, you know, I slowly kind of got out of that crazy lifestyle, got myself a job, um, had a little truck stop five and dime on Dixie and 401. And I did waitressing there for about two years. And, you know, it got me through. And, you know, I enjoyed, you know, meeting people all the time. You meet all kinds of new people when you work off of a major intersection on a highway. And uh, I have to say, I had a lot of fun in those days. I met a lot of great people. And, you know, there came a time, though, I was in a really serious relationship. I had been living with someone at the time. And, um, you know, things had gotten kind of crazy. And I'd made a decision with, you know, a circumstance that came up with a family member that I ended up deciding to move back to Hamilton. Uh, that's where I live now. And I had decided when I moved back that, you know, I wasn't happy with myself. 
I wasn't happy with the way that I had looked. I wasn't happy with the way I felt. And I knew that my life was just, I wasn't living the best life I could. And I had started just before I got back to Hamilton. When I was living in Mississauga, I had actually started working for the YMCA by Square One. And um, I took a few courses on fitness training because I thought, you know what? I don't know much about fitness, but you know, I know I'm pretty active. I enjoy growing up doing sports and always being active all the time. And I thought, you know what? I'm gonna try this out. So I took these courses and I actually really enjoyed them. And long story short, I ended up moving back to Hamilton and got into the YMCA in Hamilton and started working there, uh, getting my fitness instructor's certificate and started teaching classes. And I really, really enjoyed what I did. I loved helping people. And it was just something that sparked me. And of course, I had already started working out for a couple years by that time. And I saw the amazing results and I felt so much better. I had quit drinking, um, I quit smoking, cause yeah, I used to smoke too, and uh, gave that up and just started changing my life and the way I thought about life. And then one day, um, this was the changing point. This was the huge aha moment about my health and about my life and where I was gonna be in another 20, 30 years. I had been invited to my dad's 50th birthday and it wasn't a big get together. It was just a few family members and immediate brothers and stuff like that. And, you know, I'd always admired my dad, what a hard worker he was. And, you know, when I went to this party, you know, everybody was there, everybody was celebrating, everybody was having fun. It was a great time. And, you know, it wasn't long after that party that, uh, my dad's world started to crash down. You know, he had had a few close calls with his diabetes and an injury that he had had on a foot at one point. They weren't sure if they were gonna be able to save his foot, but uh, luckily they were able to. And, uh, but after this party, things kind of started going downhill after my dad's 50th birthday. Things got pretty serious. And uh, my dad had had his first stroke at 51. Uh, he lost his license, which was his livelihood because he drove a truck for a living. And um, things were never the same since then. And it was very difficult watching my dad deteriorate over the next eight, nine years. And my dad sadly passed away at the age of 60, uh, very young, very young, but yet full of life. My dad had the greatest character. He was so funny, um, always the life of the party you know, very extroverted, loved people, loved playing jokes on people. That was his number one thing. He enjoyed life and made the best out of it. But, you know, so to slowly watch your father deteriorate, you know, if you can understand what it's like to watch an aging parent, you know, deteriorating in their health, it really affects you. And for me, what it did was just made me realize how important life is, how short it is, and how we really are ultimately responsible for how we end up in life. You know, whether that's, you know, in your the marriage years, your retirement years, even in your 20s. You know, I had just started working out, getting fit and started making healthier choices and I was already reaping the benefits. But that night at that party, I had looked around the room 
and I just noticed things that stood out to me. I saw a lot of the health issues and a lot of the concerns in my family, you know, from bronchitis, emphysema, to high blood pressure, heart disease, and now my dad with stroke at 51. And prior to 60, when he passed away, he had had seven more strokes. And, uh, you know, it's kind of hard. I might get choked up a bit because it's hard. You know, I really miss my dad a lot and I wish he could have been here to watch his three grandsons grow up. He would have had a ball with them. And, uh, but anyway, um, life is what it is and we make decisions and we live by them. And so after that had all started happening, it just pushed me more to realize that I need to get up off the couch. I need to get keep moving. I need to keep going. I need to keep doing this. And so, you know, as working in the fitness industry, you know, getting certified, getting all these things, enjoying my life, feeling strong, feeling better, you know, by the time I jumped forward to childbearing years, I felt great, you know, I I had lots of energy and unfortunately I ended up with issues in childbirth years. Um, all three of my sons tried coming two months early and to this day I never did know why. The doctors never gave a reason as to why I had premature births with my last two sons. They were both born at 30 weeks and probably they were both just shy under four pounds and uh, both had different complications. But anyway, that's a whole other podcast. But to just talk about getting fit, you know, I want to stay on track here and I want to encourage you that uh, nowadays there is so much more at our fingertips when it comes to being healthy and staying fit. You don't have to belong to a gym. You don't have to go extreme and you don't have to do a marathon. I tell you this, that if you're not active right now and you're thinking about it, maybe my posts have inspired you. Maybe, you know, you see people on television or you see people outside walking all the time, doing different things. Maybe you've thought of joining a gym. I want to tell you that really where it starts, it all starts in the mind. And this is where the battle comes in with most people about getting fit and where to start. It's not that, you know, you don't have access to getting fit. It's not that you don't have access to resources on how to get fit. You know, YouTube is just like overloaded with free workout videos and all kinds of tips and advice. There's so much out there. In fact, probably too much. Sometimes all the information at our fingertips can overwhelm us. And so this is what I tell people. If I'm coaching someone or someone's asking me for advice, this is what I always say. Start in your mind. You need to have that conversation with yourself about where you're really at in your life right now. Whether you're 25, whether you're 35, 45, 55, wherever you are, you need to sit down and have a real, you know, deep conversation with yourself and ask yourself, where do I see myself in the next five years if I don't change where I am right now? And that, my friend, when you ask yourself that question, and if you're honest with yourself, you will realize no matter where you are, if you're 25 in the next five years, you're going to start having children. And what effects will ill health or not being in shape or feeling healthy going to have as an effect on your body? Because let me tell you, 
I was pretty, I was blessed that I was already fit and living a fitness lifestyle before I had children. And I will tell you, and I guarantee you, a lot of that had to do with me bouncing back so quickly to feeling fit and feeling good about, and I had pretty traumatic births as well with premature babies. But I'll tell you that it was still hard in the beginning to come back and start working out again because I had started going through for policing and I had to do this fit test that was really intense. In two minutes and 42 seconds, it was quite a lot of work to do in that time at 38 years of age and having three kids. So I had to go deeper. I had to work out harder. But I'm not even talking about that. I'm just talking about people in general getting fit feeling good and taking care of themselves and I'll tell you if you've had kids it is going to be even harder if you go into childbirth and into child rearing years without being somewhat active and fit it also helps during birth if you're not like me and you have a pretty somewhat normal childbirth actually being fit and having good oxygen levels will actually help you with your childbirth and so anyway I just wanted to throw that in there whether you're 25 and you're heading into the childbearing years whether you're 35 and you're heading into the 40s when things start to change especially as women or if you're 45 heading into your golden years there's reasons why asking yourself the question where do I see myself in five years there's really valid reasons into asking those questions because you're not going to be in the same place you're in today and today you're going to perhaps have more energy or have the ability to exercise and to start taking care of your health so i tell people ask yourself that question first get into your mind and ask yourself where do you see yourself in five years from now and then that's when you're going to start realizing okay so the choices i make today are going to affect how i feel in five years or where i am from now for me, for example, I'm going to be 50 in just, not, in just over a year. I'm going to be turning 50. And I got to tell you that, you know, if 30 years ago you asked me what 50 would look like, I would have thought, man, I'm going to be wearing curlers in my hair and I'm going to be like, you know, sitting around drinking tea and having biscuits with my girlfriends. You know, like I really did. At 20, you think 50 is really old, but actually it's, it's not. It's how you live your life. It's what you do in between those years. So I had decided, you know, that if I was going to be healthy in my 50s, and this is the conversation I have with myself at 23, 24, 25, I'd ask myself, you know, looking at my dad, looking at those in my family, looking at friends that I knew that had had health complications, I had to ask myself, where do I see myself in five years, right? And I started with that you know and that was enough to get me going and to stay on track and to keep myself to where I am today at almost 50 and so I want to encourage you start in your mind this is truly my friends where it starts it starts in your mind it starts with how you talk to yourself how you speak to yourself you know when you say to yourself okay you know what I'm gonna get up today and I'm gonna go for a walk but let me tell you you are gonna have to fight to get fit. This is no easy task, especially if you've never been fit before and you've never been active, right? If you've not gone for walks, let's just start small. If you have not gone for walks, right? It's gonna be a struggle. It's gonna be a battle, but you can get through it and you can do it. Many people do. 
they overcome that wall of, well, I just can't, or I just don't feel like it today, or you know what, I can't do this, this ain't gonna work. You, you gotta talk to yourself out of that. You gotta tell yourself, you know what, I am gonna start walking no matter what. I'm gonna keep moving and keep going. And before you know it, I'm gonna tell you, it's gonna take a good two to three weeks three weeks for sure to develop that habit. After the first week, you're gonna to wanna to quit. I, I'm guaranteeing you this, I've seen it work, I know how it is. The first week or so, you're gonna feel so pumped, you're gonna feel so great, and then, you know what? After a week, week and a half, you're gonna be like, you're gonna notice you're slacking, you're not gonna to wanna to go no more. But here's the thing, that's where you need to get back in your mind again, and you need to push yourself, give yourself those pep talks, and say, listen, in five years from now, I wanna be healthy. I see myself being more active. You know, if I do have kids, I want to be active with them. I want to have fun with them. I want to chase them in the park. I want to do things. I want to go places. I want to travel. Maybe you're in your 40s, maybe your 50s. And you know what? You want to travel. Well, you want to enjoy your vacations. You want to go for nice walks. You want to do things. You want to be active, maybe scuba diving. You know, maybe you want to do parachute jumping. Who knows? I don't know. But here's the thing. One thing has been proven. McLean's came out with an article about 10 years ago. They came out with an article talking about disease and what prevents disease. Cancer being specifically one of the things they talked about. Uh, there are certain cancers that can be prevented by moving, being active. And I know that may seem like a far stretch, that may seem kind of crazy, but Healthy eating and exercise are proven to help prevent. Now there's your, geni your genetic mutations. There are things like that that can affect it. And you know, I'm not saying that being active and eating healthy will absolutely be your ticket out of disease, because it won't. We have genes, we have genetics to think about. But here's the thing, if we do nothing and we don't get active and we don't change our eating habits, then when those things come, you got to ask yourself this. Did I do all that I could do to help be better and to help get better and feel better about myself? These are real questions we need to ask ourselves when we're thinking about getting fit and taking care of ourselves so that we can live a healthier life as we get older. And so, and I say all this to you with compassion. Trust me, I've experienced and seen what disease does what it can do to people, how it affects them. And it's, it's really devastating. It's really, really hard. I wish my dad were with me today. I really do. But indirectly, he doesn't realize it, but he was one of my biggest inspirations to take care of myself. And so I wanna tell you today, if you're thinking about getting fit and you wanna get active, start small. Start where you can. Start with the small changes. Get up, go for a walk, okay? Start walking maybe two, three days a week. Bump it up in the next two weeks to maybe four or five days a week. Start out in the beginning with only 10 minute walks, 15 minute walks, okay? Just around your block. You don't gotta go crazy. Here's what I'm gonna tell you one thing that don't work. Fads, diets, and these crazy workout routines are not going to help you get consistent and get on a good foundation. What they're gonna do is they're gonna discourage you. Why? 
because a lot of these fads and a lot of these diets and these exercise programs are over the top and people can't keep up with them and they get discouraged and what happens? They give up and it's not so much, the reason is not because they don't think they can do it. That's, that's why they give up is because they think they can't. But the problem is not you. The problem is the program wasn't right for you and that's why it wasn't working. But people don't realize that. And they get told these promises, lose 30 pounds, 50 pounds in, in four weeks and do this, do that, and you'll get this. Here's what I say. You know what? Get off the couch, start moving, start walking, and start there. Don't look for too much and don't put expectations on yourself, okay? And you gotta start out small, listen. Rome wasn't built in a day. You're not going to get active into that place you want to be in a day. It's going to take weeks, months, and even years to develop a real, consistent, healthy lifestyle. So, in saying all that, I hope that I've encouraged you today. I hope that that gives you just a little bit of encouragement and inspiration to get out and to even just walk today. If that's all you do, you did something. You moved your limbs. You warmed up those muscles. You're getting the blood and the oxygen flowing. And that is what's important. Start small. And then when you're ready to go the next level, maybe that's resistance training, which is weights, which is one of the things I swear by. Weight training has been something I've been doing for 25 plus years and I'll never stop. I'll do it to the day I die. I tell you, it is so beneficial for you at any age, whether you're 60, you're 20, it don't matter. And so I wanna encourage you today to start out small, get out, start walking, start moving, maybe check out some exercise classes on YouTube, start out with beginner classes, stretching, different things, but get moving and start to get active. I'm telling you, I promise you from the bottom of my heart, you are going to feel better for it. You are going to help perhaps prevent illness and disease in your life or at least reverse it. And I want to tell you, it is never too late. I have to say that it's never too late. So think about it. I hope you got something out of this today. Even if you do start walking, just like I said, that is the beginning of a better life. And you know what? You can do it. You can do it. Okay, so anyway, have a great day. Get out there today, beautiful day. Put on a coat, you know, stay warm. It is a little bit chilly, but get out, get some exercise and feel good. Alrighty, take care guys, stay blessed and have a great day.